Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, July 18th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York metropolitan area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm David Escobar. And here are today's headlines. The Food and Drug Administration has approved a new option to protect children up to 24 months old against respiratory syncytial virus, also known as RSV. The CDC describes RSV as a common respiratory virus that causes cold-like symptoms. However, in some instances, the virus can cause pneumonia. It's also the leading cause of hospitalization for babies under 12 months old in the U.S., RSV has seen an alarming rise in cases since COVID-19 restrictions eased in 2021. The new preventative measure will administer a single injection of Bifortis. It's a passive antibody that will become active to protect the infant if infected with RSV. Doctors are encouraging parents to have their kids inoculated before RSV season begins in the fall. Third Avenue will start looking a little different for commuters. 37 blocks in Manhattan are being redesigned. There'll be changes along 3rd Avenue between 59th and 96th Street. Some of the new updates include two new bus lanes and a parking-protected bike lane. The Department of Transportation announced the work will begin next week. Every week on Tuesday, we give you the latest sports news with our friends from WFUV Sports. Today, we're joined by WFEV Sports Manager, Julia Moss. Hey, Julia. Hey, guys. So let's get right into it. My favorite tournament is starting this week. Can you walk us through the Women's World Cup, Julia? The tournament starts in just two days. New Zealand and Norway will kick things off on Thursday at 3 a.m. Eastern Time. The United States remain favorites to take the title once again. They're ranked number one. But teams like England and France will absolutely make things difficult for the American players. The United States will play their first match against Vietnam on Friday at 9 p.m. And as your favorite tournament starts, my favorite event finished on Sunday. But the men's final at Wimbledon did not disappoint. Right, Julia? It was a past versus future at the Wimbledon men's finals as current number one Carlos Alcaraz faced all-time legend and second-ranked Novak Djokovic. This match was everything fans expected and more, going five sets with the last one crowning Alcaraz by a narrow 6-4 margin, winning the Wimbledon men's singles tournament. This is Alcaraz's first Wimbledon title as he knocked off four-time defending champion Novak Djokovic. After the match, Djokovic had this to say about his opponent. So I haven't played a player like him ever, to be honest. You know, uh, Roger and Rafa have their own, obviously, strengths and weaknesses, but... uh, Carlos is is very complete player, amazing adapting capabilities that I think are a key for longevity and for a successful career on all surfaces. I don't think Djokovic is ready to pass the torch just yet, but it's clear that we've got a fun rivalry on our hands for years to come. All right. We've been talking a lot about international sports, perhaps in an effort to forget what's going on back home with the Mets. I know they're at a crossroads right now with the trade deadline coming up. So what's your take on all this, Julia? Yeah, so the New York Mets are in a bit of a tricky situation right now. The second half of the MLB season has begun. In sports, you can either buy or sell at the trade deadline if you're looking to shake your team up. Bad teams sell their best players for potential prospects to retool for the future, and good teams tend to trade good prospects for better current players for a win-now attitude. So how does this all tie in with the Mets? Well, the Mets have been floating in mediocrity for some time now, which leaves them in an inopportune position. 
They have the highest payroll in the entire MLB, but are still on the outside looking in for the playoffs. Fans aren't sure if the team will trade great players for prospects or try and turn the season around now with better players. Whichever route they go, it's a hope for the Mets to start playing up to their potential to win games. Let's just hope they can get out of this rut. Julia Moss is the sports manager at WFUV. Julia, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Now on from sports to music, Madonna's world tour might have been canceled this summer, but fans may still get a chance to see the pop star in New York. That is on the silver screen, not the stage. A Manhattan theater is hosting a month-long Madonna film series where it'll screen some of the pop star's greatest cinema moments. The series kicks off with Desperately Seeking Susan, and the movies Dick Tracy, Girl 6, and Evita will also be in the lineup. What a list of films. I know. The series kicks off on July 27th, which coincides with the 40th anniversary of Madonna's self-titled album. If you've ever been the victim of lost or damaged luggage at JFK Airport, you're definitely not alone. In fact, a new report from Forbes found that JFK has the highest rate of lost and damaged luggage claims out of any airport in the country. The data, which was collected from TSA complaints at dozens of airports, also ranked Newark's Liberty Airport eighth on its list. Not a great look for this part of the country. And on this day in 1978, English rock band Def Leppard performed the first time as a group in England. The band made their live debut in front of only 150 students at Westfield School in Sheffield. The band would go on to create hits like Hysteria and Pour Some Sugar On Me. The New York Public Library is celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop with a brand-new hip-hop-inspired library card. WFUV's Leah Mallory went to the private registration at the Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture to find out more. New York City is the birthplace of hip-hop. This year celebrates 50 years since its discovery. And to commemorate the occasion, the New York Public Library is issuing a special edition library card. Joy Bivens is the director of the Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture, one of New York Public Library's research libraries. Bivens explains the design of the new card is based on the vibrant graffiti mural from the hip-hop film Wild Style. The original cassette from the film can actually be found in the archives at the Schomburg Center. Bivens says that the 1983 film marks the beginnings of hip-hop culture. We chose the mural specifically because we have it here, but also because the mural encapsulates one of the pillars of the genre, right, which is tagging graffiti and really bringing, again, to the forefront that hip-hop crosses disciplines, if you will, right? So we know mostly about emceeing and rapping, um, and we don't talk as much anymore about breaking or the b-boy, and so we wanted to make sure that people were reminded of the beginnings of the genre and really what it represented. The original cassette is one of millions of items at the Schomburg Center that celebrates the history and culture of people of African descent, particularly hip-hop. Also in their possession are the archives of local visual artist and hip-hop trailblazer Fab Five Freddy. He appears in the Wild Style film and was among the first to obtain the special edition library card. 
The director, writer, and producer of Wild Style, Charlie Ahern, was also one of the first people to claim a special edition card. They wanted to show that they wanted to have support this year for Hip Hop 50, and it happens that Wild Style represents hip hop to some people. And also there's nothing bad about the film. So I'm all for people that like hip hop to get their library card. The hip hop special edition library cards are now available for pickup from any New York Public Library location near you. Residents can look forward to more events this summer celebrating 50 years of hip hop hosted by the Queens Public Library. From August 3rd to August 5th, people can participate in workshops, listen to panel discussions, interact with hip hop artists and scholars while learning about the history of the genre. I'm Leah Mallory, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Leah Mallory reporting on the new hip hop inspired New York Public Library card. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And as always, you can find all our past episodes at WFUVnews.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Maya Sargent. And that's What's What.